Welcome in to another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And this is episode 156. Congratulations. Five, six. Yay. Three Yay. years. So what is our topic then? This is third anniversary special Q&A with the Joneses. Good job. High Yay. five. High that. five. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. And virtual high five to all y'all yeah. for support. Thank you. Yes, everybody yeah. that's helped us get to this three-year point. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Pretty cool. Pretty cool, yeah. Well, before we hop into this special episode, do you want to share anything from last week? Yes, last week we did Opening Your Third Eye. But before we get into that, I want to say um, we're going to do something a little bit different. Yep. We're going to start telling you guys our pages for our our businesses at the beginning of the episode because we actually channeled the my... End. And the end. We yeah. actually channeled my mother a few days ago, mm-hmm. and she said that a lot of our listeners were not hearing our pages because they turn it off before they hear them at the end. So we want to make sure that everybody knows where they can find us. Very good. So you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. And if you'd like to reach us at the show, it is spiritualjoneses at gmail.com. And our social media, our Instagram, Twitter, those are you can find at spiritualjoneses. Very good. And what about your page? And for me, my art, djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yay. That's it for me. All right. So the next thing that I have, um, because we did last week opening your third eye, and Mm -hmm. I did a reading in that episode for Laura. And so Laura sent us a message. She said... Hi, both of you. I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart for giving me this special gift, which has brought me and my family some comfort and affirmation that he is with us. We did a reading for, I believe it was her father, Antonio. Yeah. Yes. Funny guy. Yes. And she said, your first impression of funny was spot on. (laughs) He was the ultimate prankster and has carried on being so even after passing as (laughs) he was up to his tricks on the day of his funeral to every time I go to the cemetery. I did have a hard time bonding with him, and the fact that you confirmed that it was because he had a hard time associating with girls makes so much sense. He was so focused on making sure we were set up, and yes, the legacy part was spot on. Even when he faced stumbling blocks and after stumbling block, he persisted, and of course, I am so proud of him. I have always felt that he helps me in life, and thanks to him, I am on a successful and happy path. One that I never imagined I would be or was deserving of. Thanks again for the opportunity. You are angels, and I wish you all the success. Great great podcast as ever with love, Laura. Mm, that's sweet. Thank you, Laura. Thanks, Laura. I'm glad that Samantha was could do that for you. Yes, and hey, you were the one that said funny guy. Uh, yeah, I yep. got it. They're working with you. Yep. Get, yep, teaching you how to do it. So, yep. And then let's see. Um, So there was only one other thing that I wanted to mention before we got into the episode, and that is that we have a listener, uh, Lisa. She owns 
Luna's Gems and Crystals. And she sells crystals at a wonderful price. Mm-hmm. And she's very sweet. And so I just wanted to yeah. say thank you to her for the crystals that we've bought from her so far. And also to tell our listeners, if you're yeah. looking for reasonably priced crystals, because those are hard to find, yes. um, Luna's Gems and Crystals on Facebook and Instagram. Go check it out. She's got some cool stuff. Yeah, she really does. And she's funny. She's sweet. She is funny. She's very, yeah, very sweet. She does like YouTube videos for crystals and yeah. stuff. So, so yay. Very cool. Yep. So that's what I have from last week. Awesome. Well then, episode 156, third anniversary special Q and A with the Jones. We're, and we're not going to do the Q and A at the beginning, or the you know the two questions we do at the beginning because that's what the episode's about. Right. And I'm going to do like three readings, I think, cool. in the episode at least. Very good. So okay, let's start with questions. So if this is the first anniversary <clears throat> special that you've listened to. This is usually what we do. We just take random questions from our listeners. You know, we're not experts, but we're just giving our opinion on things, basically. Mm-hmm. So Chanel asked, I have a ton of houseplants, and I know that they are living beings. So does that mean they are spirits? Could my plants be reincarnated family members, pets, etc.? I love this question. I know. Would Chanel, you go for is that, is that it? Yeah, that's Chanel. Chanel. Go for it. Um, absolutely, they're living things. I mean, remember you would hear this. I remember growing up hearing that if you talk to your houseplants, they do yes, a lot better. It's true. Um, and so, yes, they're they're in need of nurturing and caring and love and water and sunlight, just like we are. Right. They're living beings. Yep. Um, are they an energy, a soul, if you will, technically I believe, yes. Does that mean that they are a family member or a pet? Mm, I don't think so. I think it's a type of energy which is lower. So I kind of think that, yeah, we all essentially start out as the, um, you know, maybe the least strongest energy or a very simple energy, if you will. And then we progress just like kindergarten to 12th grade. Yeah. We have to learn and grow. So the plant will eventually be something greater. But yeah. I don't think you reverse, in my opinion. I think you kind of go on from there. The, so the plant would probably become next, maybe an animal. Yeah. And then after that, maybe a human yep. or something. But I'm just simply guessing based on what I feel and what I know. And I think that that's Dolores Cannon's stance on it pretty much, Pretty too, much, yeah, that happening. we've all been something. Yeah. You know, we've been a tree, we've been a rock, we've been the air. Yeah. <clears throat> we've been an animal, you know, and now we are human. Since the spiritual awakening, I feel a much stronger connection to nature, to mm-hmm. plants, to trees, to everything. Flowers, I appreciate everything much more, and it makes me feel like... We probably do need to go through that to learn what it is like to feel like that. Does that mean that that plants are conscious beings and that they know what's going on around them? Well, not necessarily, you know, but... Yeah, I don't know. Do they feel pain? I don't know. Those kinds of questions, really not sure. But yes, I have seen the experiments where they they have a houseplant that is talked to nicely Mm -hmm. and one that is said bad things to. And the bad thing, one usually dies and the other one flourishes Mm -hmm. so they are probably yes i I believe too living beings and yeah were we once plants very possible it's very possible yeah i think on some level they're even conscious of what they are yeah they can't really express that to you via words right but they're aware that they're a living thing yeah you know yep i've had sometimes 
where I've been so connected to the other side that I can feel like I see the the grass mm-hmm. kind of breathing, you know, and it really makes you feel like, whoa, there is way more here than what we actually know is going on. And the fact that you said that you've, you know, through this process of spiritual awakening, that you feel closer to the earth, it's almost mm. like it's almost an astounding affirmation to the fact of that we've all spent time as different energies in this world or other worlds to understand what it feels to be connected to all of it. Right. Not just the animals and the humans, but to the earth mm-hmm. and the wind and the air and the rock and the plant, you know, all yeah. that. Well, and th- don't forget that we are all one. So mm-hmm. what one feels, the other feels. Yeah. You know, I, I love the ocean and I used to go to the beach a lot when I was younger and it felt so good and I never really understood why does this feel so good. But now when we go and I put my feet in the ocean, I feel this connection to mm. the earth that I, I understand it now. It's yeah. like, whoa, you can feel it. It just it feels so different once yeah. you really open up and accept that everything is connected. Mm. Everything, people, animals, pets, wild animals, we're right. all connected, all one conscious, really, mm-hmm. from the same source. So we all feel. Yeah. You know. So I hope that that. So yeah, Chanel, that. you may yeah. run across that plant in another life. Yeah, as something else. Hey, you never know. You could be like, <laughs> wait a minute, I had you in my kitchen once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. This one is from Shauna. She said, "I w- I read somewhere that the pineal gland has crystals in it. If true, crystals need cleansed and charged, right? How do we cleanse and charge our little brain crystals?" That's a great question. Yeah. And actually, we talked about the pineal gland. Episode 124 is all mm-hmm. about it. And we did talk about how there is there are crystals inside of it. Um, as far as charging those crystals go, that's a great question. I would think that that's what meditation does. Or the chakra. The chakra alignment. Clean, yeah. Align. Mm-hmm. Because when you align your chakras, you're aligning your third eye. And mm-hmm. so, yes, you have a very good point there. You're, you're definitely, mm-hmm. I agree that. But yes, Shauna, there are crystals in there. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? That's wow. I know. And and like science, you know, they still go, hmm, I wonder why. Right. <laughs> because we don't want to think any deeper and, you know. Yeah. That, what, that could be scary if we think deeper. But we, we're all about if, you know, if it can make our television work, well, then let's use a million crystals for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, next question is from Kathy, and this is another one that we've done an episode on. Um, Do we really live past lives? Is reincarnation real? So we did two episodes on reincarnation, number 16 and number 150. Yep. What? I was going to say ancient astronauts theorists (laughs) give a resounding yes. Yes, they do. (laughs) Yeah, I absolutely believe it. You know, when when I first started this, I had a hard time with that one. I I wanted to believe why on earth would we want to come back here? Why would we want to do this all over again? But then I start to think about forever, mm-hmm. for eternity. 
And, you know, as much fun as it sounds to, like, be back on the other side and, you know, reconnecting with everybody there and learning and all that, eventually you're going to want something more of a challenge. And what's that challenge? To come back here and do this lovely thing all over again. And you know what? Next time it might not be here. Next time it might be another planet, another galaxy. So, you know, I read somewhere uh, this week, I can't remember where it was, but said, like, that Earth is literally like the jail. It's like the prison of mm-hmm. you know, all the places that you can go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny, especially the way that Dolores' books describe it in all her uh, regressance sessions and the spirits that she connects with. They all say it's like the hardest, but probably one of the most unique and wonderful. Yeah. So you try to wrap your head around that and, you know, thinking about, you know, living in sadness and depression and war and you think well what's so wonderful about that yeah but i think it's you got to look a little deeper it really is the the place where i believe you learn the most lessons the harshest lessons and you have to deal with some pretty tough things but you do learn a lot of lessons here Mm -hmm. yep okay so let's do a reading all right okay this is for angelica She says, this is my ex-boyfriend, William, and he had passed away a few years ago. I would love to know how he is doing and if he is still around to help me move forward. I know and feel it in my heart. I would just like to hear from the other side. And what's so funny, Angelica, is that I don't normally connect to the spirit before I do the reading. But I was putting this episode together and deciding, you know, where I wanted everything to go. And I decided I wanted to start with your reading. And he jumped out at me and was like, cool. He Mm. was like, this is going to be awesome. Thank you. He was so thankful that I was going to pick him. And his personality is just so bubbly and outgoing and uplifting. He gave me like this little bit extra charge. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but let me connect to him again and give you what he gives me. So the first thing that he tells me is that you were a lot of fun and that he really felt this deep connection with you and that of all of the people, the exes, the, you know, the people that meant a lot to him in his life, you are one that he definitely likes to hang around the most. Um, so when you're with friends or family, um, people especially that he knew, he likes to hang out there and listen to you guys. And he even interjects his opinion, but you can't hear it. <laughs> so it's, you know, I can imagine what those conversations yeah. are like. Yeah. To be on the other side would be very interesting. Yeah. So... um He says that you know that, though. You feel that. You really, truly feel him around you. And even when people say, no, that's not that's not possible. He's not really you're you know, he is around you and it is 100 percent possible. Yeah. Um, He wishes things that things would have gone differently for you, too. But he is in a, a very sweet way saying that you were too good for him. Um, you know, he, he feels like you could have done much better. Um, that, that, I think that has to do with what he felt in life, not necessarily, you know, there, they don't have those kind of self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. They see what happened, but in life we do feel those things like, okay, maybe this person is just too good for me. And so that was one of the things I do feel that in life, um, he felt, but he, um, he really loves you. Um, still to this day, he will always love you. That will never change. And he wants you to know that um, he always he has the fondest memories 
very, very fond memories. You gave him lots of wonderful, wonderful moments, and he will never forget them in hopes that you won't either. That's sweet. Oh, I barely made it through that one without crying. <laughs> <laughs> that was very sweet. He's very a nice cool. guy. So, so thank you for coming through that one um william and angelica thank you yes, for, thank for you posting both. that yep okay on to some more questions let's see oh i like this one this is from hillary she says can you rely on the universe too much i've never worried about money i've always trusted i'd be fine and the universe would work it out for me recently it's it significantly less abundant I've been feeling like it's more so a test so I respect the good fortune coming my way I don't think that you can rely on the universe too much yeah. I th- I really I think that really depends on the I mean maybe that depends on the person yeah. but the universe doesn't mind it when we rely on them they right. know that when we do that that means that we have faith <clears> and <throat> that we believe yeah. I what you're going through is normal like nobody has the abundance all the time. No. Nobody has 100% luck all the time. Right. We all have bad things that happen to us and life is supposed to be a roller coaster. It's supposed to be up and downs because we only we learn from the ups but we learn way more from the downs. Yeah. And we learn way more about ourselves. So I don't think that you really can rely on them too much. I think when you put your faith into things that's when things really do happen. Mm-hmm. But maybe your faith has slipped a little bit. Yeah. Or maybe it's just time for a test of different kind. But the the last part of her statement was really a great way to look at it. It was that you're just welcoming it in the future and understanding yes. that this really could be just a test. Yep. Because you always believed, you know, that it was there before and it's and it was been a had been abundant or more abundant, and now it's drier. So it is a test. I think it's part of that test, but having that attitude mm-hmm. about it is much more in the direction of passing that test than anything else, I think. Yes. I think for me that it's more of a challenge to lean on the universe completely. Yeah, I do too. You know, I get nervous mm-hmm. like, you know, someone's going to come along and pull the rug out from underneath me. Right. Same if I get thing, too comfortable. Same mm-hmm. thing that they're thinking, you know. Right. Yeah. So but no, that's it's all faith. Absolutely. Yeah. It's at those moments where we have the least amount of faith mm-hmm. and we're being the most tested yeah. that the universe wants us to mm-hmm. lean on it the most. Yeah. Because that's when we are trusting mm-hmm. our most. You know, when we're still I'm still gonna do this no matter how hard this is, I'm gonna push forward, not gonna let this get me down. That's what they wanna see. And when the more that we do that, the more that it happens. Yeah. You know? So for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that question. So thank you for that one, Hillary. Thank you, Hillary. Sure. Very cool. And then uh, Ed, he said this. He said, ever notice how stuff and emptiness goes hand in hand? (laughs) I love that. I do too. It's, yeah. And I think it's very true. twist your mind for a second. It will. But let's talk about it for a second. Yeah. You know, I grew up with money, okay? And I can tell you that money does not buy happiness. It can buy you peace of mind to a certain extent. You know, your bills are paid if you're doing it right. Mm. Because even rich people, they don't always do it right. You know, they can still have credit card debt. They Mm. can still have lots of problems. So if you're doing it the right way, then, you know, that's something else. But a lot of people I noticed growing up around people that have money, 
they buy things for their happiness. My mom would do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm depressed, so I'm going to buy jewelry. I'm, I'm, you know, having a bad day, I'm going to do this. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Every once in a while, I'd be like, oh, I need some retail therapy, <laughs> you know. But stuff and things does not buy happiness. No. It really doesn't. It's uh, it's the, the peace of mind, mm -hmm. I think. It's the mm -hmm. memories. It's the things that we do, not the things right. that we have. You, we always refer to it um, as this, like, void within us mm -hmm. that we're trying to fill. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't think that's necessarily just a theoretical thing. I think within our soul, its mass, there's something that's been tarnished or right. something. And we're trying to fix that, you right. know. And it's not the answer. It's it's absolutely not, um, because we can see throughout time and history that money has destroyed people. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. I think you can have nothing to your name mm -hmm. and be happier than somebody that has everything that they could possibly want. Right. Because a lot of times when you have that kind of money, you're just buying things to make you feel better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the average person, we have money issues and we think about it. But mm -hmm. like, if you're really rich and you don't have those money issues to think about, then right. what do you do with with right, that, yeah. that mind, you know, and you're <laughs> like, mm, got to do something with it. So I totally agreed with with uh, Ed when he posted this. Oh, it's, I thought it was a great one. There's no mistake at all. It's another one of those, like, hidden lessons within this life. Yep. And, like, the whole aspect of money and something for something... Right. Uh, ...creates a whole different angle to this game. Oh, it does. ...that we're playing. It does. And I'm glad that you brought it up, and we have a few minutes, so we'll talk about it. Money is one of the biggest tests that the universe throws at us. The universe wants to see us spend money wisely. They want to see us learn how to use this to our advantage, not to hurt people, not to be greedy, not to anything, but to take care of ourselves the way that we need to. To and others. Help, that's what I was just going to say. And to help others. Like, yeah. I just saw something today that said <clears throat> that Elon Musk is worth like $240 billion dollars. And I'm like, man, if I had that kind of money, so many of the, the problems that we have, I would take care of them. I mean, come on, man. You can fix so many things with that kind of money. So what is his lesson from the universe? What is he on the money front supposed to be learning? Yeah. You know, I wonder sometimes why are some people given a ton of money? You know, what are they supposed to do with it? Right. I think that's their own lesson. But we are supposed to give right. not where it hurts us, where, you know, if like, let's just say that you have a, a server at a restaurant that's an exceptional server and you're going to leave that server $10, mm -hmm. right? But they were really good. Leave them 20 if it doesn't hurt you. Right. If it doesn't hurt your wallet, you know, do it every once in a while. Right. It's it's what the universe wants us to do. I would give him at least the credit for, not so much because he started a car company. I'm not saying every, but anybody could start a car company. Well, anybody could start a car company if you wanted. But he's putting his money into space exploration. Yes. Which that part I really... I really appreciate. I appreciate that he's trying to yes, trying to think outside of the box a little more. 
I agree. And I'm an Elon fan. Yeah. I would love to own a Tesla one day. So don't get me wrong. I'm not putting him down for it. I'm just saying. He's got ridiculous amount of money. What are you doing with that? Like, I think about, you know, if, if I ever had even kind of that kind of money, if we even had like $1 billion, like we are two people with three dogs and one kid. We don't need like a gigantic house, you know, like these types of things. The, it's is that what's important mm-hmm. is that that person's own lesson you know i would rather live like like how we live now and be able to give more money and help more people yeah you know but those are lessons that the universe teaches us and money is absolutely a hard one it is a mm-hmm. very very hard lesson but it's important one to learn because yeah. it does have so much control over us so much control yeah it does it really does Okay, so thank you for that, Ed, by the way. Thanks, Ed. Uh, Let's see. Let's do a reading. Reading. All right. This one, I hope you have the tissues there. Uh, Yep. This is from Carrie. She says, Emmy Lynn, she passed 1322. Is she on her way back to us? Her mom is expecting again. And she's just a little baby. Yeah. These are tough. The babies are tough. Yeah. But I know that they're very healing to people, so I do them. <laughs> but yeah. I have to get myself together a little bit first on that one. Um, let's see. Okay, Emmy Lynn. <clears throat> so mom is expecting again. So l- <clears throat> before I really get into Emmy Lynn, I want to talk about a couple of things. Because first of all, I feel like this was SIDS. And let's talk about what SIDS is real quick. Because they don't have a scientific explanation for what this no, is. they don't. From what I understand, from what we've been taught, SIDS is the soul saying, I'm not ready for this. Right. This body is not, there might be something wrong with the body. Right. The soul needs some more time. The parents need more time. Yeah. There can be a plethora of reasons why this soul decides to leave. It is a very traumatic thing. I, You know, I'm not um, a biological parent. Marina is my stepdaughter. But I can imagine as a biological parent that oh, that man. has to be very scary to think about when they're infants. You know, that that's a possibility. Yeah, and the guilt, you know, that comes, oh, did I do something wrong? What, right. You know, what... Because this usually happens in more of the infant stage, not... Yeah, I'm pretty sure SIDS is infant stage. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. Very, but I remember when my brother was an infant, and it was something that, mm. you know, you don't understand. And we still it, if don't understand it. But even if we do, even if we say it's the soul that mm. it's not ready, that doesn't make it any better. It right. still hurts just as bad when that happens. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, let's get on to Emmy Lynn. Okay, so I'm very sorry for your loss for your whole family. Um, these babies that die from SIDS, they usually um, they have to wait for whatever it is that they left for. So, like, let's say parents weren't ready, they wait to come back until the parents are ready. Right. But I do honestly believe that when you have something like this or a miscarriage, that soul comes back to you. Mm. It's not a different soul. That soul comes back to you. So yes, absolutely, Emmy Lynn. I mean, there's never, you know, 100% for everything. But for Emmy Lynn, absolutely, that's what I feel is coming going to happen. Her soul is not there yet. Um, the soul, I think it varies. I'm not sure what Dolores Cannon has says, uh, said about this, but from what I've found, the soul does not come into the body until after birth, a lot of times yeah. even past infant months. stage. Yes. Months. Like three, yes. I think it was like three to six months. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Because what are you doing during that stage? Right. You know, and you see a lot of kids after that stage with the looks on their face, like, 
what happened here? Where am I? Why am I in this life? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they remember their past lives at that age. Yeah, so that's trippy. probably a part of the reason why we don't remember anything mm-hmm. that young. So, um, so let me tell you, this had nothing to do with mom or dad being ready. Um, this had to do with the soul not being ready. Actually, what I feel is that there was something physical and I don't know exactly what it is because there's a lot of different things that I'm feeling right now physically, mm-hmm. but I am very, very drawn to the head, to the brain. Yeah. I, I, the first feeling I got was there was a health issue. Yeah. Like the, health, the baby just didn't look healthy. Right. Exactly. No, I'm very, very drawn to the brain, to the head. So to me, this is feeling like there was something going on in there that this baby would have passed anyways. There is this, the chance that that's what this baby passed from. But SIDS was the first thing that it hit me hard. Like you need to talk about this. So that's what I'm going with on this one. Um, But definitely there was some kind of health issue, um, most likely undiagnosed here that would have caught up earlier. Um, I'm, I'm leaning towards something like hydrocephalus or aneurysm, something like that, but not something that really wanted to deal with in this life. So she will come back. Um, as a healthier in a healthier body same soul healthier body um so everybody knows our souls go through every sex so we can male female Mm -hmm. you know who knows even non-binary maybe um so just because emmy lynn was a girl in this life does not mean that she will be in this one coming Mm -hmm. back hint hint (laughs) yeah Anyways, so Surprises. so there you go, Carrie. I, I hope that you enjoyed that reading. And thank you, Emmy Lynn, and good luck in your next life, Emmy Lynn. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you. Okay, let's see. Next one. This is from Amanda. She said, I just heard something that I had never heard before. What is a dark empath? Is it good or bad? That was cool. The good question because we, I we wasn't really sure. Yeah, so we looked it up. Uh, and I actually think there might be enough information on this to do an episode on it. Mm. But basically what I took that a dark empath is, is somebody that has the ability to recognize other people's emotions, not necessarily feel them because like an empath like myself, we get emotional with the person. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a dark empath would not get emotional with the person. They would just know what the person is going through and then use it to their advantage narcissists um there's a lot of different yeah different kind of psychological behaviors like that that are associated with dark empaths i didn't know this was a thing yeah you know i had no idea but um it's very interesting it makes me feel like some of these people that maybe are dark empaths were not supposed to be dark they're supposed well probably that would make sense they're supposed to be light workers or empaths like myself but they're tuned into the dark They're energy. They're tuned into the dark energy. Right. And you know what? If there's anybody listening that's like that, it's never too late to change. Nope. It's, you don't have to stick to labels. Right. You know? We all have different issues that we have, mm-hmm. you know? And some people can be narcissistic and not even realize it. But it's never too late to change. Yeah. So, Amanda, I think that we might do an episode on this. I'm going to do some more digging on it. But it is a thing. And it, it does not sound like it's a good thing. And I definitely don't think you're one because <laughs> she's very light and yeah. empathetic on that side. So, but I, I love the, that idea and that topic because yeah. never even heard yeah, of it. It's good. Yep. All right. What else do we have here for you today? 
All right. Let's see. This is from Panapat. She said, what's the difference between mind and heart? It's hmm. a good question, huh? I think, well, mind, first of all, is your logic. That's where you reason. That's, I think, where we would say our intuition comes from. Mm -hmm. Our third eye, which is in our brain, is, right. you know, where the logic and all that comes from. <clears throat> our heart is our emotions. Right. It's a lot of times, you know, people will say, think with your, your heart or think with your brain right. or, or, you know, whatever. Um, but it really is two sides. It's two different sides to mm -hmm. things. And it can get very confusing, too, really. Well, and like to even kind of reword it for me could be soul and consciousness. Yes. So my conscious is aware of my ability to reason and logic and all that stuff. You know, right. um, uh, what, what other things manipulate, whatever, right. but my soul is what's going to feel the compassion, the love, the regret right. for something I may have done. Right. I don't think that comes from the consciousness that that's, even though they're essentially one, I guess, and they travel as one. Right. It feels like two separate things. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There has to be a balance. At really. least in this life. Maybe when we go to the other side, it, yeah. it's more like one. Like you feel like, no, your consciousness is your soul. And right. all these bad things in the world, they're not there anymore. You know? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So hope that answered that. Pen Pat. Thanks, Pen Pat. Thank you. Uh, let's see. The next one we'll do is from Irene. She says, what is your opinion on eating meat as an animal communicator? I get asked that actually quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I do eat meat, but I will tell you that through the spiritual awakening, I did change in the way that there's a lot of things I can't eat anymore. And one of them is low quality meat. Right. I can taste it. I do not like it. I say to you sometimes we go, why did I order this? Yeah, the rubber chicken. The rubber chicken. I can't handle the rubber chicken. <laughs> but yeah, I can taste it in certain things. So any meat that I buy now is really high quality. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I prefer Impossible Burger over hamburger meat. If you guys haven't tried it, man. it tastes exactly like it. You know, as far as if it's healthier for you or not, I don't know because the fat content in it is very similar yeah. to regular meat. But I feel better. Mm -hmm. I don't feel weighed down. Yeah. Like the other night we had steak and mm. all night I was like, I feel it. Yeah. It's just sitting there in my stomach. You know, it meat is very, very yeah. heavy. So... I tell people on on you know this journey, if you start feeling like meat is not something that you're tolerating real well anymore, it doesn't taste right, it absolutely could have a lot to do with a spiritual awakening. And just, you know, cut back or go to more high-quality meats. Or there's so many different options out there now that we really yeah. don't even have to eat meat anymore. I don't believe at all that it's a sin no. to eat any kind of meat. Um that has been a topic in some of Dolores' books about that. Um, the one thing that I've gotten from some of the messages she's shared is if there was any meat not to eat is that we shouldn't eat pork. Right, right. 
we if how do I say this? We're in a gravity based planet simulation, whatever you want to say. Mm. The heavier the food we eat, it's weighing us down. Yes. And I don't mean just by the pounds, okay? I mean it's weighing your energy down. Yes. It's making you heavier. The whole idea about... And I eat meat. Yeah. But I try to, you know, switch it up. I don't do it every day. Right. Um, But the whole idea about kind of the process of... At least when it comes to really quickly, like, the evolution of the new Earth, moving into a new dimension, the new Earth, it's going to be a lot easier for people to transition to the new Earth if their diet is lighter. Yes, absolutely. So, yes, I would definitely say less is more. Yep. But it's not, you're not breaking a rule. The universe isn't looking at you. Because essentially, many of the animals that we have here today are really here for that reason. Yes. It's a food chain. Everybody has a different taste. Mm -hmm. And not everybody's going to want to eat the pine nuts on the forest floor and the leaves off the trees. Right. Not everybody (laughs) wants a crunchy soy patty with lactose-free cheese. (laughs) Right. No, I joke. But, yeah, there are so many alternatives to it. But, really, the food is a big deal. Like, I never realized how big of a deal it is. Now, when I eat crappy, I just... I feel it so much more. Mm. We're supposed to eat as clean as possible from mm. the earth. Most of us are not taught that. Right. We're not raised that way. So right. we become addicted to certain things. Right. For me, it's like sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I love the sugar, you know, yeah. but, and it's really hard to get away from for me. Um, but <coughs> yeah, we have to try to eat as clean as possible. Our bodies work better when we eat clean, when we mm-hmm. eat the fruits, the vegetables, the, you know, the things we're supposed right. to. It just works better. Yeah, you know, pr- processing of yep. anything is always um, not as good because you have preservatives and additives and things that we don't know. And we yep. can see throughout time now in our generation, there's all these, you know, high rates of certain diseases. And I think a lot of that has to do with the those things that have been added to our foods yes. throughout generations. Yep. Yeah, it actually kind of scares me. Like, I look back and I think about all of the junk that I ate. Mm. And now that it's like, that causes cancer. Like, I saw a video the other day, Fruit Loops, the coloring in it. Like, well, shit. <laughs> Darn it. Got a few hundred bowls of those. No, just kidding. You know, it, it, what can you do? There's damage <laughs> that you got from, you know, when you're a kid or whatever. But you you just, you know, change yeah. it now. And, yes. and it does. I mean, you can, there's, it's never too late to change. No. Yeah, never. So thank you for that question, Irene. Let's do another reading. Let me get this one for you. This is for Kathy. She said, my best guy friend, Kyle, who passed recently. I know he is okay. What does he want us to do to help his girls? And who is he with? Has he shown us he is around? And it's funny because Kathy, before um, her friend here passed, she, uh, sent me a picture of him and she was like, he looks so much like Danny. Like they could be twins, you know, (laughs) and there's definitely some similarities, beard and everything. So, Mm -hmm. um, a few months after she sent that to me, I'm not sure if he was diagnosed with, uh, lymphoma or if he already had it, but he got really sick and went Mm -hmm. downhill really, really fast. Um, and unfortunately is no longer with us, but he is a very happy fellow and he is here in spirit to talk to (laughs) us today. So 
<laughs> what was his name again? Kyle. Kyle. Um, do you remember, actually, I showed you a picture of a cloud that resembled Santa Claus, kind of? when yeah. he, Okay, and then I put it side by side with the man's picture. This was him. Oh, okay. He appeared in the clouds to her. That was pretty incredible. Oh, my gosh. I was blown away. Like, when I first looked at the picture of the cloud, I was like, mm, maybe. But then when she put side to side, it's like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, it was pretty. Same pretty nose good. shape. Yeah, it was impressive. So, anyways, back to Kyle. Let's talk to him. So Kyle first would like you to know how flattered he is by everything that you've done for his memory, for his family, all of that since he passed. Like, yes, best friends, he loves you he, he unconditionally, but never in a million years did he think that you would want to keep on his memory like this. And he's just so flattered by that. And he just, he says, thank you so much for everything that you've done for his family and all of that since he has passed. Hmm. Oh, the tears. Okay. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, thanks. My tissues. I lost them. <laughs> um, so let's see what else Kyle has to say for you, Kathy. Um, who is he with? Let's, let's look at that for a minute. So first he shows me another man. Um, could be father. Um, definitely dad's side. Um, it could be like anybody like that brother, father, grandfather. They they kind of sometimes all have the same kind of feeling. Um, but he's presenting at the, as the same age as Kyle. That doesn't mean he was the same age as Kyle when he died. It just means that that's what he's presenting as. So they look like buddies to me. And they are having a really good time. Um, they are fishing. They are... Um, he's showing me seeing things that he did not see in life. Um, especially, um, like landmarks and, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like national parks, like beautiful places like that, places that he didn't see that he had always hoped to see. He is going and enjoying those things and loving it. Um, he says, <laughs> the one thing that he misses is food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's other, no offense, there's other things he misses, but you know what I mean? Right. Like he, the spirits, <laughs> they're still around us. And so they still feel our energy. Mm -hmm. And so they don't miss us like we miss them. Right. You know, they miss the things that they can no longer do. Right. The, the food, the, um, the yeah. sex, the, whatever, the, the other things that mm -hmm. we don't do over there. Um, those are the things that we miss and food. He misses it. Right. I'm going to too, Kyle. I guarantee you. And they can experience that through you so that's all the more reason yeah. they kind of want to be around you absolutely absolutely he's mentioning a disney movie um i think it's the new one in canto i'm not really sure why he's mentioning it but mm. he is he's showing me that so maybe you'll know what he's talking about um let's you have been asked a question about how you can help his girls um you already are you're really supportive and i think the biggest thing for him, he's saying, is to keep his memory alive. Like, sometimes when people die, we don't want to talk about them because we feel like it's sad and it brings things up. But mm. that's what they need. They need to talk about him. They need to hear the stories yeah. throughout the rest of their lives. Yeah. They need to hear the stories about their dad. I can tell you that as somebody that lost my mom young, those stories are what I live for. I yeah. love them. So he says... Yeah, especially for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that is... um Besides what you're already doing for him, that's one thing that he... I mean, you're already doing that to a certain extent, too, but don't stop, is what he's saying. Like, keep doing that throughout their lives. Um, that will really make a difference for them. 
Um, I'm not sure if he was married, but I am seeing a woman that meant a lot to him and that he loves very deeply and unconditionally. So even if he wasn't still married to the mother of his children, um, he, he loves her beyond anything that I can say. So mm. please tell her that if you communicate with her. Um, let's see if he has anything else to say. He's delivering messages always. He's always around. He's always trying to um, put those different things out there. As you can see, he's a strong spirit if he can do that with the clouds a month after his passing. Yeah, that's you know? what I thought. Mm -hmm. So he's definitely sending you a lot <clears throat> of signs. And he's a really happy, funny, outgoing guy. So when you have random jokes that are played on you... Or just things that are funny that you're like, whoa, that was that reminds me of Kyle because that's something he would have said or he would have done. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's him for sure. So, whew, that one was hard to get through. Yeah. Oh, these were all spirit readings, weren't they? Actually, I have one more that's um, that's a psychic reading. So cool. that's good. Um, but thank you, Kathy and Kyle for that. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, so let's see. I actually have one more kind of sort of question and then one more reading. Okay. So this one's also from Ed. Okay. He says, if we hold on to fear, we will never be able to experience the unlimited frequencies of source. That's true. Ed has a very po powerful way of talking. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, sometimes like even me, I'm like, wait, I got to break these words down yeah. and pull them apart. But basically what I take him to be saying is that if we are in fear, mm -hmm. how can we get closer to the source? Right. We're busy being afraid. Yes. And I totally agree with you on that. But how do we let go of the fear? Because it's a very human thing to have fear. Yeah, you know, is. that's what we all have to work on is realizing that the less fear that we have, the more we trust, the more that we just give ourselves to the universe and say, you know, mm -hmm. I, I trust God. I trust my loved ones. I trust my higher self. I'm not going to fear. Yeah. Then the closer we get to the source and the more that we understand all of this, really. Mm -hmm. in my I opinion. agree. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. But I thought that was cool. That was just a random one he put up in the group. So I wanted to share that. Very, very cool. So, all right. And then let's do one more reading and then we'll call it a show. How's that? All right. All right, so this one is from Charlie. He is uh, a listener and mentor student. We do talk about him often. Charlie. Um, Charlie. But he's having a rough time. So we, I wanted to check in on things for him. Um, he says, my family and I recently got into a car accident for the second time in my car I purchased roughly 10 months ago. Ugh. Neither accident was my fault. Is the universe telling me to get rid of the car? Any info from the other side would be appreciated. So Chanel, she, we answered a question for her at the beginning. That's his fiance. Mm -hmm. And she messaged me a couple of days ago and said that they ha were given um, three days to leave their apartment because they owed back rent that they couldn't pay. Ugh. So they have a lot going on. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when these things happen, as bad as they may seem, they're to push us mm -hmm. in a direction that we need to go. Yeah. So Chanel and I talked a little bit about this, but I'm going to tune into Charlie's energy and see what I get off of that. Charlie, you are defeated right now, my friend. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Like, I feel it in you. You're just defeated. 
so we had Hang talked in there, man. Yeah, we had talked early in the episode about how life is a roller coaster. It's ups and downs. It's goods. It's bads. And this is a time where the universe is testing you for mm. a lot of reasons. First of all, it's testing your faith. Do you believe? Do you trust that the universe is going to guide you in the direction? Do you believe that your loved ones on the other side have your best interest at heart and are showing you what you need to do? Yeah. Um, what I'm feeling is that they've been trying to guide you in a few different directions that you haven't been moving on. You have been stagnant and thinking and thinking and thinking. And now the universe says, guess what, Charlie? And Chanel, it's time to stop thinking and right. it's time to start making some changes and some big decisions in your life. This eviction is to push you on to bigger and better things. It's to get you not just out of where you are as far as your city, but your state as well. Right. Um, it's time. It's time to move and get on to bigger and better things. Um, the car situation. So when any time that something like this happens, I always ask myself why. Two accidents in less than a year, why did this happen? And it's not because they're, the universe is trying to kill you. Like some people might be like, oh, final destination, they're going to get me. No. Yeah. There's most likely something here about the car mm -hmm. um, that, yeah, I would say get rid of the car. Yeah, especially after it's uh, been two accidents. I don't yep. know what the severity of it was, but. You know, we had something like this kind of similar recently happen to us with our daughter's car mm -hmm. that twice um, it ran out of oil without even telling her there was no three signal. Three times. Was it three times? Yeah. But twice that she got stuck, right? It was just the twice that she got stuck. Well, actually, I say it more than three times because it happened to me twice and her twice, so four times. Okay. Well, then we didn't listen quickly enough. Yeah. But either way, it happened to her twice. And the second time that it happened to her, we were both like, oh, no. Because the first time she was on the freeway, the second time she was in the middle of a road. Yeah. And it just seized on her and stopped. So we said, nope, that's it. We're trading it in. Yeah. If we wouldn't have traded it in, what <clears throat> what would have happened? Well, you know what? We'll never find out, thankfully. Right. But it could have been a worse situation. It could have been that accident where it does seize in the middle of the freeway and there's nothing that she can do about it. Right. So we had to move on and get her a new car. Mm -hmm. So that's what I feel for you too, is this is the universe's way of saying it's time. Yeah. It's time with the car. It's time with where you live and it's time to really, really trust and yeah. put that effort into the things that the universe is trying to do. They have a third baby on the way wow. and they're very young and this is a lot I can imagine for them to handle, but it is absolutely time to make some of these yeah. changes and the universe is, has nothing but good planned for you. You just have to trust it. Yeah. Trust. Just don't look at that as defeat. No. Um, especially because they're kind of traumatic events. Yeah. You tend to, f your ego and pride and, you know, it tends to feel rocked. Yeah. And don't don't look at it as that. This right. is the time to. Uh, I really feel like I'm supposed to say this is the time to rely on your perception, mm -hmm. and like, don't look at it as defeat. Look at it as a clear sign of its time. Like Samantha's saying, it's time to change. Yep. Anytime that you have these kinds of situations that come out of the blue and like rock your world, mm -hmm. there's a reason for them. My brother. Justin, he moved into a house last April, same exact day that we did. Well, he got 
notification that the landlord wants to sell the house. He was just got settled, uh, yeah. but his landlord's son died, and so he needs to sell the house. Well, at right. first, Justin was very upset, you know, and then he thought, you know what? There's there's better. There's something better to come. And I truly believe that. Like, our mom is setting him up for a better place. He's going to buy a house. It's going to be his own. He's not going to mm. have to rent anymore. Yeah. So he's being set up for something better. But <clears throat> he could have stayed in that, you know, oh, this sucks. I hate this. Mm. You have to trust. You have to believe that the universe has something better in store for you. Even if while you're waiting for what's better, even if that's a hard time and yeah. it, and it, because sometimes you just have to go through hard times mm-hmm. to get to what is there for you what is supposed to be for you yeah so just keep going charlie and chanel it's going to be okay you just trust the universe listen to your loved ones charlie you have a very strong connection to your loved ones on the other side so let them guide you mm-hmm. absolutely so there we go hang in there yep. you'll be okay It's all going to be okay, really. I love to do these readings because I feel like not just can Charlie take something from that, Mm -hmm. but maybe some of the other things that the universe shared with us, Mm -hmm. like how these things happen to push you along. Maybe that'll help somebody else. Maybe somebody else will grab a hold of that, you know? It is. I mean, it's, it's nice to have, you know, at least you have a partner, Charlie, in Chanel that we can lean on. In times like these, yeah. even if it feels uncertain and you both feel uncertain, Samantha and I are pretty good at when one's feeling uncertain, the other really supports and kind of yeah. just reaffirms that it's going to be okay and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, we're rarely kind of in the same spot at the yeah, same time. Yeah, for sure, yeah. There's, that's not by mistake. That's why we're here together and, and yeah. have close relationships with people, you yeah. know, but... I was in a similar boat after, you know, 13 years of doing the same job and kind of thinking I was on the path I was supposed to be on. That changed in a blink of an eye. And I lost that job. And I thought, whoa, you know, (laughs) what am I going to do now with a child and a new wife? And and it was obviously, and this didn't happen, you know, overnight, but I can see getting away from it now I'm years away from it but not even that far that I am now I could see ah that's why that happened right absolutely because I wasn't on the right path yep yep I'm not talking about your spirituality and your belief and your faith it might just actually be your direction of your, your geographic location mm-hmm. your career yep what's best for your family that kind of thing Yep, absolutely. And What's best for your soul? Yes, and those things that you face together, like you and Chanel are facing together, this eviction and the car situation. A lot of times these things are thrown at us from the universe for reasons for our relationship as well. They're mm-hmm. to test our relationship. They want us to learn how to get through these types of things together, how to be a team. And so in these situations, that's what they're trying to teach us. They're trying to teach us how to get along, how to not take these things out on one another. And so remember that when you guys are going through this, if you start turning on one another, nope, we're a team. These are our children. This is our life. We're a team. And then you pass the test from the universe on Mm -hmm. that one. Yeah. So I hope that that helps, Charlie, and I hope that for everybody we did a reading for and answered questions, that you enjoyed them. Thank you yes. to everybody for participating. Thank you to everybody for the past three years. Yes. Like, I'm going to cry now, really. <laughs> no, serious. Yeah. 
when we started this, we had no clue what we were doing, where we were going, why we were doing this. My mom just said, you guys should start a podcast. And I said, nope. And then she said again and again and again. And we finally went, okay, fine. Yeah. And we started the podcast on the death, her death anniversary three years ago. Yep. And it's been amazing. And I'm glad that we listened to her. I have learned so much. I have too. Because these are topics that many times Samantha and I would just sit alone and talk about. Mm-hmm. And I did have a crazy thought of a wonder how many people out there would be interested in if they could be a fly on the wall just to sit and hear some of these silly conversations to what I thought was silly. Yep. Um, but through like a lot of the research that you do and the questions and the comments, yep. I've just learned so much in three years personally. Yep. I, I sometimes sit and hear us and the things that we're saying and I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's just like the creator and the universe speaking through us. It's and exactly that's all right. that it is. We're, mm-hmm. we're all you know, conductors of this. We're here to do that for each other. Yes. We got to listen to each other too. Though. Yes, absolutely. But it's, it's been an honor and, and, and it's been fun. Yep. Um, and we don't have any plans of going anywhere anytime soon. No, we definitely will continue this. And, you know, it's funny when we first started and I told my friend Chelsea, we were going to start podcasts. She said, <clears throat> That she read somewhere that it takes two years, about two years for a podcast to become successful. And at the time I was like, okay, you know, okay, whatever. What's success though? Right. Right. I think we're successful. Yeah. I, I feel successful because we've helped people. Right. We've made a lot of friends through this. Yep. There's so much good that's come of it. <clears throat> we're helping ourselves. So yep. I feel like we are successful. Yeah, we don't... Um we don't make a regular income off of it. And no. it's obvious that that's not why we do it. Right. Cause this is three years into it. We just made our first amount of money. Yeah, 250 <laughs> bucks on the, the podcast yeah. contest and what an honor. Yes. And privilege absolutely. that is. And thank you to everybody that voted and everybody that's yes tuned in for three years or anybody that's new. I don't care if you haven't tuned in for three years, but your, your, Making a difference in my simulation. Yes. And I'm hoping and we're hoping that we're making a difference in yours. Yep. Yep. And that's really all it's about. Because as much as we're getting up here and talking in front of these microphones, we're learning too. We are. So Mm -hmm. that's what's most important. And we love it. And we appreciate all the emails and everything. You guys make us feel so special. Yeah. So thank thank you. you. Yep. Very much. Yes. Well, awesome. <laughs> Great third anniversary special. Thank you so much. I think so, so too, yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Until next you. year. Yeah, until next year. Cool. Well, before we say goodbye to everybody and all our friends, would you like to one more time share your information? Yes, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can set up an appointment right there, right there on the website. Nice. Yep. And you can even reach us there. But if you don't go there, uh, we are spiritualjoneses at gmail.com or Ooh. at spiritualjoneses on Facebook and Instagram. Nice. And you. Uh, once again, for my art, djonesrcollection.com for the web, at djonesrcollection for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yay. And that's it. Uh, we, we're tracking last night. It sounded good. So we're just keep going with the music. 
I'll be sharing that at some point. Very good. That's all I got. Awesome. Well, we hope everybody got something out of this. That we do. Thanks for your participation and your support once again over these three years. And um, we appreciate it so much. Yes, we do. We hope you guys have a great week. Yes, we do. Until next week.